Hour number two, the Pete Callender Show. I am the Pete of this year's show. News Talk 1110-993-WBT, 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. You can email Pete at thepetecallendershow.com as well, or hit me up on Twitter at Pete Callender. Um, That's K-A-L-I-N-E-R. So uh, America and its law enforcement agencies are systemically racist with their roots in the old slave patrols. Remember this whole narrative? I know I'm like I'm dating myself now, right? I'm old enough to remember when this was the uh, the prevailing wisdom and the political rhetoric being generated by our friends on the left. It was way back in 2020 through uh, actually like uh, a couple days ago. And uh this was the rationale for why riots are the language of the oppressed. This goes to right the, the George Floyd protests that all turned violent and all that. But now, now, if there's one thing consistent about our friends on the left is that they are not consistent. Right? If they need a new standard, a new position, they will adopt it because it behooves them politically to do so. And so now they've taken the position that any kind of criticism of law enforcement leads to murder, leads to law enforcement officers' deaths, that if you criticize at all, as people on the right have been criticizing the FBI, and Merrick Garland got all indignant, I will defend these people. Oh, the liars, the fraudsters, the corrupt people that forged documents in order to eavesdrop on political opponents. Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Andy McCabe, Jim Comey, all now with, you know, cushy pundit talking head gigs with mainstream media outlets. Like, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to defer to these people. I'm supposed to just assume that they are the credible ones. And I'm not allowed to I'm not allowed to raise any kind of questions about the people that uh, that put the kibosh on the Hunter Biden laptop story, the people that cleared Hillary Clinton, that allowed a material witness to sit in on the questioning of Hillary Clinton because it was her lawyer, too, right? I'm supposed to just find all of that to be okay. Okay. But now I'm also not allowed to criticize anything that was done. How about, okay, uh, here's a clarifying question for our friends on the left. Am I allowed to criticize Jim Comey for making that statement about Hillary Clinton right before the election that you guys all believe cost her the election? Can we criticize that? Or is there like just a is there a is there a window here and after a certain amount of time passes, then we can all go back to criticizing Jim Comey about that and the FBI for doing that the way they did that? The reason I ask is because there is now this narrative being spun on the left that all the Republicans are to blame for this attack up in uh, why am I drawing a blank on where uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, this was a response to the raid, right? The, the sorry, the trans raid, because it doesn't identify as a raid. So it's a trans raid. So this guy, I'm not going to name him, But he was, uh, this is according to AmericanWireNews.com, a Truth Social user, January 6th riot attending Trump supporter, fired a nail gun into the FBI's Cincinnati office yesterday and then sped off, leading to a highway chase and then a standoff, which ultimately culminated in him being fatally shot by the authorities. 
He tried to breach the building's visitor screening facility at about 9.15 yesterday morning. That triggered an alarm that prompted him to flee. Um, And before he fled by car, he allegedly fired a nail gun towards personnel. Now, according to the posts that this guy made on Truth Social, which is the Donald Trump social media platform, he... um, he talked about trying to get through. He said, I think I have a way to get through the bulletproof glass. So I suspect that's with the nail gun. So people are wondering, like, why would you take the nail gun there? Like, what? Well, I think that's what, again, I'm trying to apply logic to an insane person. So uh, I don't, you know, this is my best guess that I think he thought he could use the nail gun to break the bulletproof glass. So then he, he jumps in the car and he takes off, heads down the interstate, uh, I-71, Uh, If you are familiar with the Ohio area, um, which I am not, but I know there are a lot of people from Ohio that are here now. So I-71 and he was spotted 20 minutes later by a state trooper at a rest area. That trooper began a chase and came under gunfire. Uh, The chase eventually left the interstate, snaked along rural roads, becoming uh, before coming to a stop near an I-71 overpass close to the city of Wilmington. And gunfire was exchanged at that point. Officers initially tried to negotiate with the guy. That failed. They then tried to subdue him with less than lethal ammo. That failed. And the man eventually raised a gun. Officers opened fire, fatally wounding him, according to the Times. Which, by the way, this destroys the whole narrative that if it's a white guy, they wouldn't have killed him. Oh, no, they did. They they killed him. Um, So just you know, might want to keep that story uh, in mind when you hear that narrative that gets advanced. But remember, all law enforcement, was it ACAB? Wasn't that the wasn't that the moniker of the leftists? ACAB, all cops are uh, fatherless children, right? That's what they said. They said that police departments are all racist, right? America and these uh, institutions, these are all systemically, Racist. It is populated by racists. And um, these were direct descendants of the old slave patrols. And that's that's it speaks to the original sin of America and and how it's irredeemable. And all of the people that uh, populated are as well. Right. This this was the narrative that they advanced for years as we watched uh, cities burn. We watched courthouses be attacked for hundreds of days every single night. We watched police departments abandoned by law enforcement officers because they were under siege, right? This is what we saw. We heard the chants, uh, anti-cop chants, right? We've seen a rise in the assassinations of police officers. These are all things that this is not the right that's doing that. This is not This is not Trump world. This is not Q. This is not... Uh, Republicans, not conservatives. This is from the left. But now we've got one guy who goes up to the FBI Cincinnati office because he's so mad at what the FBI did, right? This is the blowback. This is sort of the, right? Like you can, history rhymes, right? History rhymes. Waco, Texas, Oklahoma City bombing, right? You have these, these responses, these reactions, So the FBI goes down there, which is why you're supposed to be judicious in your application of this kind of force. And so you go after Trump, you raid the place, sorry, you trans raid the place and 
then you won't say why. You leave everybody twisting for three days. Then you come out and say, uh, we can't say anything, but we'll release the, the, the warrant. Today at three is the deadline. We'll release that, but we can't talk anymore about it. But then you start leaking to mainstream outlets, right? These legacy corporate outlets that are basically mouthpieces for the intelligence community that, oh, by the way, has already been caught lying repeatedly over the course of years. This is why some people think that the FBI raid was specifically designed to induce this very kind of violent reaction. There's a conspiracy theory for you. And that one's actually probably a lot more believable than a lot of the Q stuff. All right, sorry. I'm not picking on Q. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be antagonistic. It's just, it was just a joke. to a couple of emails pete at the pete bob says government heavies the feds are coming fbi and soon 80 billion for eighty-seven thousand irs g-men <laughs> um do, 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 do. the crypto codes depending on the level of security Secret, top secret, compartmentalized. They get changed every four to 24 hours. Uh, That's on the nuclear codes. The classified info Trump had, this is from Joseph. uh, The classified info that Trump had was about Eric Fartwell's nuclear-armed F-16 that he's going to blow up every American who owns an AR-15 with. That's that's possible. That could have been the case. Oh, sorry, Swalwell. What did I say? Anyway. um, Let me see if there's another... Oh, my goodness. I can't. I'm not going to call. I'm not going to call people who believe in Q. I'm not going to call them that word, Joseph. The problem with them, let's just say, is the dirtbags they're up against are so slimy, it gives their goofy conspiracies a tiny amount of plausibility. Right. Yeah, right. This is here. Here you go. I'm going to blow your mind. What if Q and the whole conspiracy theory, all of this stuff. What if it's designed to make you look ridiculous? What if it's actually part of the plan? And that's why now they're layering on all of these different uh, conspiracies. They're just kind of, it's like the Borg. They're just like assimilating in all of the different conspiracies. Um, Joe says, it's actually, Q is actually supported by the system. Because it's a black hole to send people down that keeps possibly active participants who could achieve some real political and social impact instead just sitting back and trusting the plan. Where one go, we all go. Yeah. Making them too unappealing for normal people to support. It was modeled after an old Bolshevik tactic during the revolution where generals loyal to the czar were told to wait as there were more momentous things to happen. And only then were they to act. They sat on their hands until the Reds got around to them instead of uniting for a counteroffensive. That's one of the, the other thing to always keep in mind on these. You, you never know who's actually in charge of the conspiracy. Do you, have, you, you don't know who that person is. You're just assuming that they're on your side. But what if they're not? Right? Mm. We are through the looking glass here, people. All right, so Donald Trump says all of the uh, nuclear code stuff and nuclear document stuff, he, he says this is a hoax. Now, this is the Washington Post report that says the feds 
did the trans raid on Mar-a-Lago because they there were some nuclear documents or something that that were there. And so, of course, the, the, the leftists have gone nuts with this, as they have done in every single example over the last seven years. Every single time anonymous sources in the government hand mainstream outlets some ridiculous conspiracy theory story, the media outlets run with it and the leftists swallow it and then it becomes true. There are people today that still believe Hillary Clinton had the election stolen from her by the Russians. They still believe it. Not true, but they still believe it. Now, I understand that the Russians, you know, tried to meddle in the election. I get that. In fact, there's an example here in Charlotte. All right. There was a local Facebook group that was set up. I think it was called something like Black Matters Live or something. And they had some sort of a protest march. They they were not right of center, just a heads up on that. They were funding both sides. Russia and our adversaries are happy when we are uh, in turmoil. They fund both sides of it, like lobbyists. They're going to fund both sides of it. They just just want the chaos. That makes them stronger. So that's why they funded that Facebook group and the protest and that sort of thing. Not a lot of focus on that. For some reason, but Russia, Russia, Russia. In fact, Donald Trump said nuclear weapons issue is a hoax, just like Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax. Two impeachments were a hoax. The Mueller investigation was a hoax and much, much more. That's what he sent out. We'll find out at uh, at three o'clock. But I'm glad to see the leftists are now on board with appreciating uh, law enforcement. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. So the Wall Street Journal has apparently been shown uh, the inventory list of what was taken from Mar-a-Lago. The FBI search at Mar-a-Lago removed 11 sets of classified information, photo binders, handwritten notes, according to a copy of the inventory reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. Okay, so is that the DOJ that leaked to the Wall Street Journal, or is that somebody in Trump world that leaked it to the Wall Street Journal? Now, if it's somebody in Trump world, they're, I mean, why not just be identified, right? Why not identify it coming from you? Because you have a copy of it, and there's, I mean, I don't know why you would be opposed to releasing it. Because it's going to get released at 3 p.m. unless they file an objection, which Trump said they're not going to do. But if it's somebody from inside the DOJ, would that be something that might raise questions about their ethics? Do you think, like, the leaking of this information to the Wall Street Journal, is that something that we're allowed to criticize? I'm not sure, because the Attorney General yesterday said, how dare you impugn the integrity of anybody at any federal agency? Right? We're not allowed to not allowed to raise questions, ask questions. We're not allowed to impugn motives. We're not allowed to do any of that. But what would this count as? First, the leak about the nuclear documents, and now this leak of the inventory. What, what am I supposed to make of that? Oh, so is leaking ethical? Is that is that the position that you guys are allowed to and supposed to leak this stuff, right? That's the right thing to do in these cases. Is that am I I just want to be clear what the rules are.
I also want to, again, welcome and express my gratitude uh, to the leftists. I want to welcome them to uh, to the Law Enforcement Appreciation Party. Um, they've been missing for a while. Uh, it's a bit of a fever. I think may have broken, mainly because their electoral prospects hang in the balance. And they have an, uh, an opportunity here to attack their political opponents as hating law enforcement and to try to rehab that image. I'm, I'm not sure it's going to work. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Uh, there are a couple people on Twitter. I saw a, 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 they were expressing a similar sentiment. So I'm not going to name. Uh, one, OK, it's a guy named Leo the Lion, who is like a former Republican. And now he's just like deranged. Anyway, I've had my uh, my rounds with him because uh, over covid actually going like two years ago. Anyway, he says, how many more Republic? Uh, how many more people are Republicans going to get killed by screaming lies to their base? All right. So this is in response to the guy up in Cincinnati who attacked the FBI building, shot a nail gun uh, at the building and then engaged uh, law enforcement in a shootout and he was killed. No law enforcement officers, as far as I know, were injured. But this is the narrative now. How many more people are Republicans going to get killed? Oh, okay. By screaming lies to their base. Okay. Um, How about the baseball team? Sorry, the softball team. The congressional softball game? How about that one? I don't even I don't want to name the shooter. But the Bernie bro, the Bernie bro attempted assassination. I mean, as long as we're going to be attaching political rhetoric now as the cause for violence. So the Bernie bro, that's on you guys. The attempted assassination of what? Two dozen Republicans. How about the attempted assassination of Brett Kavanaugh? The burning of the cities. The murdering of the police officers throughout America, the torching of police buildings, the torching of federal buildings. Or how about the attacks on the Border Patrol agents? What about that? I'm old enough to remember where the leftists accused a Border Patrol agent of whipping people. Remember that? Oh, yeah, it was a big story. Oh, they're whipping these people. That's institutional racism on display. And the picture makes it look like there's some guy on a horse and he's whipping some guy in the river. Yeah, turns out, no, uh, that's, I don't know what the term is. I'm not a, a horseback person. I'm not a, I'm not a horse guy. Um, and, uh, but it's like the really long reins or lead or whatever it is. And they use that to tap the, the, the butt, I think, of the horse. And it tells the horse... It's it, it's basically it's the command mechanism, right? It's how you direct the horse to do the thing you wanted to do. Because I don't know if you've been up around a horse like up close. Now, those things are big. Well, except okay, true. Except for the miniature horses, which, as the name implies, they're smaller. But like real horses, like the regular ones, those things are massive. They like for real. Like I saw one in the. We have a uh, our in laws have a, a farm. And uh, a couple years ago, uh, when uh, we went out there and they had a horse on the farm and you see it from across the field, you know, oh, look at that. It's a horse. Oh, yeah. Do you want to go up and you can feed it something? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And so you walk up and as you're walking up, like, oh, this, this thing is actually pretty big. 
And then you get up close to the thing and you you put your hand in front of it. And like, oh my gosh, like this thing's mouth is the size of my head. It's a good thing it's it's not a carnivore, right? Which would make horseback breaking like totally different. Um, anyway, so the guy on the horse with the whip or with the reins or whatever, and remember Joe Biden, this White House literally like a couple weeks ago punished those Border Patrol agents, even though they didn't whip anybody. They were directing the horse. And they attacked the, the, the left and the media, but I repeat myself, they attacked the, the Border Patrol agents. So just to be clear, did, does that inspire violence? Is that hateful rhetoric? Is that going to get people killed? Those lies? Seems like it might, right? People might think when they're at the border, oh my gosh, here comes a border patrol agent. They're going to whip me. I need to kill them, right? Isn't that the standard? You guys have laid it out. And then our old pal, Scott Huffman. He's the guy we had on the program. He's running it for Congress against Dan Bishop. Scott Huffman is a Democrat. He does not know how to define what a woman is either. And uh, uh, could not explain when rights attach either, when the uh, when a person's rights attach in utero. He would not elaborate on that either. But Dan Bishop said the other day after the, the trans raid on Mar-a-Lago, Dan Bishop said, quote, the FBI and DOJ are acting as the political enforcers of the Democrat Party. The FBI must immediately release the information used to obtain the warrant. Garland and Ray must immediately come to the judiciary Republicans must smash the FBI into a million pieces. And the Democrat challenger in the election said Republican Dan Bishop's contempt for the rule of law is now bearing fruit. Dan Bishop is a lawyer. Dan Bishop is, has been a lawyer for a very long time. Dan Bishop actually, and I know this because we've talked about it, like, he reveres the rule of law. That's why he is so angry at these transgressions. <music> News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Got a tweet. It's a Pete tweet from Barry. He says, uh, it's been my experience that with a properly trained horse, all you have to do is swing those reins around a little bit and the horse will do what you want them to do. You barely have to tap them. Thanks for a good radio show. Uh, I appreciate it, Barry. Uh, that's, yeah, that, again, I don't know anything about horses, but after the picture was publicized and the leftists started attacking the Border Patrol agents, obviously trying to get them killed and inspiring, inciting violence against them, I mean, that's the standard we hear now. Anyway, uh, the, you know, I learned a little bit about horseback riding. I, I had no idea that that was the case. I thought you just, like, jumped on the horse and went, and then that was it. But, um, no, apparently you can, like, you can kind of direct them. Same thing works for pigs. I have done that one. You just, but the pigs, those guys, man, they're heavy. They're very, they're dense. They don't look it. They're much shorter than the horse. Holy cow. They're just thick. When they start walking somewhere, like you're, you kind of got to, like, you got to hit them on the, on the, the back. You can try to direct them. But if they got a mind of their own, like, well, they do. If they got a mind to go do something or go somewhere, then, like, just get out of the way. Um, so Dan Bishop, 
after the raid on, sorry, after the trans raid on Mar-a-Lago, Dan Bishop says that the FBI needs to immediately release the information used to obtain the warrant and uh, that the leaders of these agencies need to come before the Judiciary Committee and that the Republicans must smash the FBI into a million pieces to break up the agency. I read over, I read a piece yesterday about this. And honestly, that's kind of the direction I'm leaning in right now. I, I, because I don't have any confidence in that agency. I don't have any confidence that anybody can oversee them. I don't have any confidence that, that there's going to be a will to do so, even if Republicans win. Right, fine, we'll get like an investigation or whatever. But like I said yesterday, what, what's his name? Kleinsmith, the guy that forged the FISA document, the FISA warrant application, the guy who committed forgery. Just got his law license back up in D.C. from the bar. So am I supposed to have confidence in this system? Why would you? Seriously. Why would that doesn't that does not make me anti-cop or anti-law enforcement. I'm not trying to incite violence. I'm saying that this system is obviously corrupted and broken. It needs to be fixed. It needs to be dismantled and replaced or rethought, reimagined. Think of it as a, as sort of a Hegelian dialectic. How about that for the folks in the uh, critical theory uh, realm? How about, how about we approach it like that, right? Okay, you know what? I'm on board. I am on board. The FBI is systemically racist. We need to burn it down and replace it with something else. I'm on board. You've convinced me. Let's do that. That? Yeah? No? Why? What? So Scott Huffman, the Democrat challenger to Dan Bishop in the congressional race. Um, he says Dan Bishop's contempt for the rule of law is now bearing fruit. Dan's extremist words to smash the FBI into a million pieces inspired the Cincinnati assault on the FBI headquarters. This is what it sounds like, by the way, when a person uh, speaks through another orifice in their body. This is the way that looks, by the way. He has no idea. There, there is literally no connection between Dan Bishop and this guy up in Cincinnati. No connection. Now, maybe Scott Huffman believes there is one, and maybe Scott Huffman assumes that because Dan Bishop is a Republican and Dan Bishop said something, and this guy who went to the, uh, the FBI office and shot a nail gun, and that they said similar things, so therefore... He must be inspired by Dan Bishop. I mean, that's that's idiocy. It's stupidity. It's ignorance. It's bad faith. It's dishonest. But it's not proof. Just because you can conjure up an idea doesn't mean that you've proven that idea to be true. He says people are going to get killed because of his desire for power. Okay, uh, now do the ball field uh, assassination attempt. Scott, I don't think they're going to ask me to. I don't think they're going to let me do their debate. I don't think Scott Huffman's going to let me do his debate. Hello, Marty. Welcome to the program. How are you? Love your program, man. You are a funny guy, and you're very informative. <laughs> well, I love thanks. you. Well, I appreciate hey, it. Got to bring up two things that I, I don't think I've heard yet. Okay. Uh, one of them is we know how manipulative the FBI and other agencies are right now. That shooter in Cincinnati, have they confirmed whether he was firing blanks, meaning he was one of them, 
Um, and have they identified where those so-called bullets have gone? Okay, let's just throw that one away. I don't know about that one. Wait, but here's so, the other one. Oh, so you're saying he now, fired uh, when he fired at law enforcement that they were blanks that he was firing? I haven't seen yeah, anything. What if they set that up themselves? But some guy's dead. Oh, okay. like I said, I have not followed that sh- that pro- that uh, story. Yeah, he's dead. No, he's dead, like, and his social media profile is. I mean, he actually talked about uh, like on his way to the site, he was talking about what he was going to go do there. Okay, so here's the other big one I was going to mention. Now right. they said that uh, this raid on a previous president's residence, home residence. Yeah. Now, he didn't concede the election. He set up the office of the 45th president of the United States in Mar-a-Lago. And as far as I know, he actually still is president. He is not the past president. There are actually two presidents, one illegal and one legitimate, who is waiting for his right time. So if they actually raided the home of a sitting president, doesn't that change the whole situation? It would, but I don't think that's what happened. I appreciate the call, Marty. I'm late for the break.